With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you folks. Check out the 2023 NFL BetQL betting preview. It's the must-have tool for the 2023-24 season. Unlock a world of sportsbook offers that will have you playing smarter, not harder, with more than 10,000 in-depth game-by-game simulations at your fingertips. You'll be equipped with unparalleled insights to make informed bets. Whether you're a seasoned better or just getting started, this guide is your ticket to maximizing success in the world of NFL betting. Do not miss out. Grab your copy now when you sign up for a premium subscription and get ready to conquer the odds. You know, Aaron, the last time we looked at uh, Cy Young odds, one of the things, I guess it was my hypothesis more than anything else, was that the American League race was way less competitive with way fewer true participants than the National League. And today, the odds are bearing that out. Per bet MGM, Garrett Cole of the Yankees has, is uh, at minus 450 to win the Cy Young, with Kevin Gossman at plus 550, and then everyone else with 14 to 1 odds or longer. But in the National League, Zach Gallen leads the way at plus 180, with Blake Snell at plus 250, Logan Webb at 3 to 1, Spencer Strider at 7 to 1. So American League, only a few participants remaining. National League, still very much wide open. Yeah, I mean, and even, I guess it's because he pitched last night, but Snell, when I was doing my research before that game, I saw three to one, and now it's down to 250, and even uh, Justin Steele, where I thought, okay, is there value on him? His odds actually got a little longer. Uh, so it's very interesting to see how things have changed. And just when was that conversation? A week ago? Two weeks ago? It seems like not that long ago where we no, things have drastic. Ago, yeah. yeah, it's much more wide open than what we thought. Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest question that I hope to answer now is, okay, so we are running out of time in the regular season, Right. Uh, starting pitchers, more or less, I would say, have seven starts remaining. Uh, so that's less than 25% of the regular season for these guys. So then the question is, how much can a pitcher really change their trajectory when it comes to potentially winning the Cy Young between mid, mid-August and October? Is it possible for someone who has some long odds to be able to overcome and wind up winning this award. And as it turns out, there is history that suggests that, yes, someone with longer odds can still win the Cy Young. So back in 2021, Garrett Cole was plus 315 around this time of year to win the Cy Young. And he lost to Robbie Ray, who threw some gems, including a 13 strikeout performance in September. So yeah, you're dealing with slightly longer odds here, but still though, Robbie Ray kind of came out of nowhere and wound up winning the whole thing. 2019, Jacob deGrom came out of nowhere to win when he gave up just 12 hits, two walks, and one run over his final four starts that lasted 28 innings. He struck out 35 batters during that span. 
So it does seem to me like, say in the American League, for instance, even though Garrett Cole has a massive lead, there are stats that you can point to, or, or at least history you can point to, to suggest that he has not wrapped this up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up 2021, and it's funny that Joe is not here because he did have a very big ticket on Ravi Ray, and I'm sure he would love to toot his own horn at that. What Was it 40 to 1? Does anyone remember? What were those 100. odds that he had on Ravi? 100 to 1? Okay, I just disrespected him. Middle 100 of the to season, one. yeah. It was around the All-Star break, something like That's that. That's how he got is- his pool. <laughs> Robbie Ray. Yeah, exactly. So Joe is really good at finding uh, these guys with these long shot futures. And it's case in point to what you brought up. So where are we going to look? Any ideas Mm -hmm. in the, in the, should we start with the American league here? Yeah, let's do it. I I think that makes a lot of sense. And even though uh, he took the loss uh, last night, I think Kevin Gossman, who I know has the second shortest odds at, uh, you know, roughly five to one uh, plus, let's see where we are, plus 550. Uh, you still look at, you know, advanced models out there, uh, like the Tom Tango model that I mentioned before. Um, he still has a lead over Garrett Cole. You look at Fangraph's war, he has a lead over Cole. Uh, you know, yeah, he gave a little bit of it back, uh, but you look at, you know, Innings pitched, it's not as much as, uh, say, Cole has, but the strikeouts uh, have certainly been there. Uh, overall effective pitching has certainly been there. And so I still think that Gossman does have a chance uh, to win this honor. I liked Gossman the last time we had this conversation, but because I'm greedy and I want more value, Nathan Eovaldi mm-hmm. has been injured, but he's been injured since July 30th. He's got a forearm strain, but he has been throwing off a mound as of this week. If he can return and, and be impactful, I think this is a situation where he still might have some time. I even remember last year, Max Scherzer came on into the conversation very late in the season, and his odds just kept getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So if he can return and, you know, be healthy, I mean, when he's pitched, he's been among one of the best. So I think, obviously, on the Rangers, too, that sets him up to be in a good place uh, right there. So I think Eovaldi with 50-1 to is intriguing. Yeah, it it can be. He's not someone I've looked at just because of the injury concerns. But as far as looking at this model and then just looking at overall performance, I wonder if, say, someone like a George Kirby uh, should be getting a little bit more attention. Because if Seattle does make this massive run and make it to the postseason, granted, when we're talking about, you know, these individual honors, team performance almost doesn't matter at all, if it even does. But I do wonder if, say, voters want to award, you know, th- those teams that make a deep run and then say, okay, the reason why they did is because of this guy or that guy. And I wonder if George Kirby is going to have something to do with that. Uh, you know, strikeout numbers, you know, are a good bit lower than, say, the Gossmans and the Coles of the world. Uh, but the innings have certainly been there. Uh, other key metrics have certainly been there and he's at 50 to one. So he's someone who could make a massive run in these final few starts. 
Yeah, he's on the mound today, and the Mariners won game back of the Blue Jays for that last AL wild card spot. So that is also an interesting look. I think if I'm going to bet on this, I probably would be looking at the 50 range, uh, Eovaldi or Kirby, just for fun, you know, especially mm-hmm. so I could brag to Joe that I hit a, a big one there. You know, 100 to 1, though. Wow, that's impressive. Sonny Gray? He... I don't think so, pal. <laughs> yeah, right. If you built your pool because of your Robbie Ray ticket, don't you have to have some kind of a plaque around the pool or something honoring a Robbie Ray? A statue? Like, it doesn't have to be a big one. at the pool. Yeah. yeah How about his like, face? Like, a... like, painted on the bottom of the pool. Oh, there like you go. I like that a lot. That makes a lot of, you remember like uh, when we were kids, like those little rings that you would fish for in the pool that would like yeah. drop to the bottom. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I like, I wonder if like you, you have something similar to that at the Joe Ostrowski pool where say you're dropping baseballs or something like that. And you figure out how many on Robbie Ray's mug you can pick up. And if you can find them because everything <laughs> looks a little bit different in the pool. I like the statue because every time I walk out to the pool, I'm going to be like, thanks, man. Appreciate you, and buddy. You get yeah, to put really gifts. tight pants on the statue, just like Robbie always wears. So it's perfect. Yes. Yeah. I like this. I like yeah, this a lot. A Do you wear, does he wear different things, like depending upon the time of year? Like it's always tight pants or like in the wintertime when it's the yeah. off season, like. You, know. you could put like a Hawaiian lay over him. You could dress him up for Halloween, almost like scarecrow mm-hmm. vibes, do a little Christmas theme. Yeah, I think seasonal uh, costumes on it would be fun too. A lot you could do there. Plus, I... it's a nice conversation piece. You have someone mm-hmm. over and they're like, why in the heck do you have a Robbie Ray statue here? And then he can once again brag about his 100 to 1 ticket. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you brought that up. Because, right? and then, yeah. If you didn't know, I'm like quite that. the sports better. Got to listen to the show, <laughs> 9 to noon Eastern, on the Becky Hill Network. Right, that I host all by myself, without anyone's help. You know, something like that. <laughs> all right, National course. League, should we move on to the... Yeah, let's do it. To the uh, Blake Snell, another great outing for him. Six innings pitched, uh, two earned runs allowed, five strikeouts, and a victory over a very good Baltimore Orioles team. Uh, currently has the second shortest odds. Uh, again, per bet MGM, he is at plus 250. Uh, only Zach Gallen has shorter odds at plus 180. That's largely stayed the same, give or take, since our last conversation. Uh, Logan Webb, hope you guys uh, capitalize off of that advice because he's down to three to one. Spencer Strider, seven to one. Justin Steele uh, at nine to one. And everyone else is at 33 or longer. So let's say that there are essentially two to three tiers here. You've got your plus 180 to nine to one. And then you've got your 33s with Corbin Burns and Zach Wheeler. And then after that, everyone has, uh, you know, quite long odds. Is there a tier that you're eyeing here, Aaron? No, I still think it's going to be these guys bunched up at the top. Uh, Justin Steele Mm -hmm. is someone I wrote down yesterday. 
But he's another guy who has a forearm strain, and he missed about a month's time. So I don't know if that's going to hurt him. If he continues to pitch well, maybe it won't. I tend to think it's this might still go to Zach Allen. I mean, he's just been so solid. He's been one of the best starters in the NL, and I just think he's a front runner for a reason. Uh, so I think it's going to be hard to knock him off. This is, I still don't, gosh, Lazardo, no. Well, Stroman, that's, <laughs> I can't believe, is that, how is that even there? Uh, I, yeah, I think this is one where I would pass. Or plus you know, 180 on Gallon, but I just don't see it a long, long shot, like 50 or longer winning it. Yeah, again, uh, going back to the model I like here that's quite predictive. Uh, again, you can find it on baseballmusings.com. The, the model that I think is quite predictive for, you know, who's going to win this thing, Zach Gallen has a significant lead over everyone else in the National League, but the odds don't reflect that, which I find really intriguing. Not that the odds are based upon this model, not at all. It's based upon all sorts of other things, but... I, I still find it intriguing that even though the odds suggest that there are several contenders, this model would indicate that Gallon does have a more significant lead uh, than, say, realized. And right now, because of his strikeout numbers being astronomical, Spencer Strider is someone we should be looking at seriously. And certainly strikeouts aren't everything. It's not the only way mm -hmm. to evaluate a pitcher. But if you're looking at strikeouts total, strikeout rate. Uh, Strider should always be at least considered in some way. And, you know, if he continues to rack up the Ks, then that's only going to help his overall Cy Young chances. And so even though I didn't have him as a dark horse earlier, and I probably don't have him now, I'm still going to be paying attention to what he can do because if he's the only one who can hang a ton of Ks, then he may very well take over the top spot here. I still think Logan Webb could very well win this thing. Uh, I still feel good about that. I think Justin Steele can still be a dark horse. But I'm looking at Spencer Strider a little bit more seriously now than I did before. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. I just found this Cy Young Award poll from MLB.com from Tuesday. Uh, so they've got Gallon with 14 place votes, followed by Blake Snell. Justin Steele, then Spencer Strider, followed by Logan Webb. That's interesting. Logan Webb is so far down. Like, I, I'm surprised by that. He's got there... the third shortest odds. Like, if you bet on him, yeah. you got CLV last time we talked about this. But yet, the poll would suggest otherwise. This would suggest that there's more value on Steele or Strider, right, than Logan Webb mm -hmm. or even Snell. But that's if you're looking yeah, for yeah. a long shot. I... Right. Yeah, I, it does feel like in the National League, like you can do something a good bit more prudent and pick someone in that first tier. But if you're trying to find value in the American League, I think other than Gossman, you're going to have to you know, throw one deep and hope something occurs. Because Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot to go off of as far as that's concerned. This is Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and explain what's different about NFL Sunday Ticket this year right here on the Beck UL Network.